I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hello and welcome to the Abu Dhabi Etihad Grand Prix 2023. It's the final race of the season at- and as you can tell, mm. we have no energy or joy or joie de vivre left in 20th place. Obviously, fucking Sergeant is just, just shut up. Go away. Ninth, 19th place. Joe, Guanyu, and 18th. Bottas. Yep. Exactly where we think you'd be. 17th. Magnuson. Yep. His, his daughter helps him get ready. And it didn't help with his qualifying. In 16th place. Surprisingly, his signs is in a red car. I can't even remember what team that is. Uh, Daniel Ricardo is in 15th, and Albon has out qualified mm. his uh, teammate for all of the races mm. that have been in this season so far. And then there is Stroll in 13th, which is, I think, what we predicted. And then Ocon is in 12th. Hamilton did not qualify well in 11th place. 10th, Gasly. Or is that your one? I can't remember. <laughs> What? Oh, so who's driving? Ocon. Cars? He's French and tall, and he's where's Versace? That's all the way down in twelve. How, what are you doing? No, you're tenth. Go to tenth. Tenth. Gasly. Ga- who he fancies? Mum. Perez. He's uh, he's ninth place. Probably bang nine women that weren't his wife this season. And Hulkenberg, who is called the Hulk. Um, I don't remember why. Uh, f- um, Frank Alon's Alon's diddling. In seventh and um, uh, Tsunam, what is that? S T T S U. Don't know. Who cares? Um, Lando's next. The bloke from Star Wars. Then it's the train <laughs> guy, and then there's an Australian, and then uh. some f- king or something. There's a king of somewhere, mm-hmm. and then some bloke who's going out with somebody who looks exactly like him. Uh, so don't turn off. Is, if anyone's still watching, don't switch off. Because the r- there racing. is a race. There's fifty. Oh my god. <laughs> Verstappen started first. It's 58 laps. I need to lie down. No one's what? No one's even fucking watching. He won five races ago. Just you know what? Look, Friends is on Netflix. See you in a minute. Now we have to fucking talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. Dirty air. Dirty air. Dirty air. Dirty air. 
Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Hey, we did it. Did we? <laughs> we made it through. It was quite a long season, wasn't 40 it? 40 episodes of Dirty Air this 40. year. If those little whiny drivers think they have a big deal doing 23... Oh, is 23 races difficult for you? <laughs> we did 40 episodes. Four zero episodes of Dirty Air this year. We've made it to the end. And we're all... Where's that place in Cyprus or Greece where everyone goes to party? Mykonos. Let's go, let's go, let's go home. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Did you enjoy the season? Home. Let's go, let's go, let's go away from the races. I'm so excited to be watching a season of Formula One next year that isn't this season of Formula One. I know, 2024 can't be. Not that it was a bad season. It was. It wasn't a bad season. It, what do you mean it wasn't a bad season? It like it wasn't as bad as last year. Last year was terrible. I mean, I know they Red Bull dominated to a degree that was just absolutely I wonder, emotionally numbing. But, but what was it really worth? Singapore was good. F1. Vegas was good. There were some good moments. Damien Lewis sang the national. Damien Lewis sang the national. Oh, is... gracious king, victory. That was a, a fine moment in the season. It wasn't as bad as everyone says. But we, hey, we get our weekends back. Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm actually going to have to talk to my girlfriend on the weekends. It's a uh, nightmare. I mean, I, just a cursory glance at the 2022 calendar sees at least four Ferrari victories that I can see and a Mercedes victory. Yeah, okay, that fine. is right. it's better. There was there was three winners this season. And at the beginning of the uh, 2022 season, do you remember? Mm-hmm. We were thinking, oh, Charles is going to have got this wrapped up, hasn't he? Yeah. Nobody's ever come from 40 points behind before. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong we were. Max won 19 races this year, which means we only really needed four races this season. Mm. Really. Because Max would have won two, Carlos would have won one. And uh, Checo would have won one. And we, that would have been the season over. Everyone could have saved billions of dollars. <laughs> we only needed four. There are just, it, just a glance at this season and what it was. I mean, Verstappen is just there in the middle so many times. Apart from Singapore, it's, it's really depressing you know to what, look at. Do you know what's funny? I've heard the Dutch national anthem um, 19 times since February. Yeah. And I still don't, I couldn't sing it right now. That's how crap it is. I think there's a lot to do with the context in which you hear it. Because you are sort of slumped like a dead bumblebee (laughs) on my sofa most of the time when you hear it. Like Band of Brothers after the Battle of Baston when they're all just depleted. Yeah. That's what it's like. That's a reference that all the listeners enjoy. Thank you very much. It's a good (laughs) miniseries. That's what you can do now with your with your weekends. That's Josh's latest bath. You should watch Band of Brothers in the off season. Great show. Maybe I will. Oh boy! I mean, I, I'm. I, yeah. I, I, it was. Uh, I find Abu Dhabi a very triggering race since 2021. But little did we know how much we would. It's like when David Cameron stopped being prime minister. We all went, "Ah, oh, great. Things will be better now." <laughs> and then. And then it was just continuously worse. And all the celebs were out at the grid walk, weren't they? Um, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, who's he? Um, the golfer? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he the golfer or gopher? I can't remember which one it was. He, he's a he's a golfer. Okay. He's he's a teammate of Rory McIlroy's. Jason Statham Fleetwood there. Mac, they called. Oh, do they? No. Oh. Uh, that up. Sta- I don't watch golf. It's it's almost Worse than Formula One. Gets higher viewing rating, ratings than Formula One. Yeah, I think they're the richest sportsman in the world. Um, Jason and Statham. it's just long-range snooker, isn't it? What? <laughs> Jason Statham was there. Was he? He didn't there? get any screen time, but he was there. He was hanging out with Yuki. He lost his voice, though. Do you know that Jason Statham's trousers in his movies all have an elastic waist? Do they? Did you know that? So he doesn't, tear, so he doesn't tear his trousers. He doesn't tear his trousers. Doing his kung fu kicks. Just fucking somebody else. Uh, will I am? Will you? Will he is? Will, will you I am? Are? Will they were? Hey guys, listen. If you're in Abu Dhabi, Black Eyed Peas have a show on Tuesday, and I've checked. It's not sold out. Is it not? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> They've really taken a hit since Fergie left. Let's stay they? in. Let's stay in. Let's stay in. <laughs> Where? Who else was there? Paul Pogba was there, but he didn't get an interview, did he? Well, Maria Sharapova. Oh, Maria Sharapova looking like a kind of, sort of like gold, she's in an a indie band. art student, yeah. didn't she? she? She looks like the singer of Dry Cleaning now, doesn't she? Like she's in a sort of cool indie band. Yeah. 
and um, Will, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Here's the funny thing. Chris Hemsworth, I don't like seeing Chris Hemsworth. No. Because it reminds me that I am not... Chris Hemsworth? Yes. You're the opposite I... <laughs> of Chris Hemsworth. I am the opposite of Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Like you, there's no chance. The nice thing about Chris Hemsworth for you, though, is there's no chance of you ever missing out on an acting part because Chris Hemsworth gets it. I mean, that is, yes, that is true. But he is the... That's nice. That must yeah, be nice when for I you. when I see people oh, like that's nice. Chris I won't Hemsworth, ever lose a part to him. When I see Chris Hemsworth, it just makes me realise like how much of a sort of, sort of twiglet with legs I am. Yeah, isn't it weird that you and Chris Hemsworth both have penises? <laughs> like you're the same gender. Isn't that weird? <laughs> His penis must be bigger than my forearm. I'd be so upset if it, it wasn't. It must be. Did you see how 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 tall he was? Brundle had to straight arm himself to get the mic up to yeah, his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to salute, didn't he? <laughs> um, and the he's 6'3". He's walking at 6'3", Chris Hemsworth. The funny thing about Hemsworth is that man. Liam Hemsworth was also there, but didn't get any screen. No, he was in the stand. He didn't even have a paddock pass. <laughs> Do you think Liam Hemsworth was there with a paddock pass, or do you think he was Chris's plus one? <laughs> <laughs> I've got my family here. Yeah. I've got my family here. I've got my brother here. He's an actor. Do you, want, do you want to talk to him? No, actually, I'm, I'm okay. We've got to get the grid. Walk. We've got to keep... Think, Liam Hemsworth just tries to get in by showing people pictures of him as Miley Cyrus to my, together. Do you want to talk to him? I can't... I shouldn't be mean about Chris Hemsworth, because uh, I am in The Witcher, and he's in. He's replaced Henry Cavill. Has he? In The Witcher, yeah, because Henry Cavill's left. So but haven't you left The Witcher? As no, well? no, no. I'm if if they put me in the next season, it's out though, isn't it? So there's no spoilers. I can't give any spoilers away about what it's happens out, to it's you. Out. In the I don't die. Do you not die? No, I. Died. But you were supposed to die. I died you? in the audition, <laughs> right? And then when I got there, they went, "Oh yeah, we're actually keeping you alive." Oh, um, which I was like, "Wow, I must have smashed that audition." And then some actor told me he was like, "No, that's just if they think you might be useful in the future, they just unkill you." Oh. Um, so I don't want to say anything disparaging against the greatest actor of all time, Chris Hemsworth, just in case I end up acting with him next year okay. in The Witcher. And if I do get cast in The Witcher, this episode might mysteriously disappear. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know that he's an avid listener, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> and I know that he's got lots of time on his hands to be listening to sort of uh, mid-level Formula One podcasts. Hey, we're, Thank top, you we're so a top-tier Formula One podcast. We are a top-tier Formula One. It's nice to be self-deprecating, though, despite the fact that we are extraordinarily successful and very successful for an indie podcast. Yes. Self-produced, brackets, no, no, produced by Josh, no close money. brackets. No. Um, um, it was the, um, they had an Etihad plane flyover. What's the Abu Dhabi, what's the Abu Dhabi version of the Red Arrows? And, and be considerate here, because I can see your face coming up with something horrible to say. No, I, no. What, no. what do they call the what are they what are the red arrows called? I don't mm. know, but they were, I think they were green. Okay, so they're called the green whatever. Yeah, yeah, and they those flew over before the race, and then it said low carbon, um, low emissions flyover mm. because because Formula One are going to be net zero by twenty thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you no, know, but Abu Dhabi are really really big on net zero sort of stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Why don't I believe you? <laughs> they are. Is it because that's a lie? No, it's not because they kill so many of their Bangladeshi workers <laughs> that there aren't there aren't there aren't, there aren't people <laughs> using car like oxygen anymore. It's like people, human, the human being has a, a huge carbon footprint. Absolute so banger just by, uh, of a national anthem, though. Uh, Absolute banger of. A I don't. How did, did you listen to it on the walk to mine? No, it was on while you went to you went to the toilet. I did go to the toilet. Yes. yes, but I will say the national anthem is good because no one. There was no Donny Osmond. There was no Damien Lewis from Band of Brothers singing it. It was just an orchestra, and they went, "All right, let's get through this." And I like the national anthem because it's one of those national anthems that you could just sing. We've got money. We've we've got money. We've got money. Money, 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 mm. low carbon emissions, mm. net zero, 20, but That's 30. a different national anthem. It's all bollocks. That's the French one, isn't okay, it? Okay, fine, but you know, I can't, I don't know it by heart. Mm. Mm. I think every national anthem should have a B-side where they say what the country really does. Oh, that's a good idea. the B-side. You know what I mean? What would your country's national anthem B-side be? It would just be someone going, ging, it would be like a punk song. Din, din, din. Get out, just someone saying that. Okay. Get out, protect the statues, get out. That'd be it. <laughs> um, and it was an under the lights race, sort of, wasn't it? it well, it was an above the lights race. It started above the lights. And then the race was submerged 
Under the Lights, wasn't it? You're not listening to me. What cigarettes does Kanye West smoke? Um, all of the lights, all of the lights. Yeah. Yeah, do you like that joke? Well, yeah. Okay. I think I thought it was fine when I heard it in 2008. Um, it was a, uh, what are you going to give this race review, Alfie? Out of 10, what are you giving it? I'm, I just don't know, I've sort of numbers and things like that. I've grown kind of quite tired of life during that race. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to give it a uh, snore. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I think three out of ten. Yeah. I will, here are some of the positives. I love a pit tunnel. I love a pit tunnel. I just like the words pit and tunnel. They go together. Mm-hmm. You know, like how cod liver oil doesn't work. They don't go together. Those no, words. Yeah, of, of what? The three words that should never be put together is cod liver oil. Well, would you not think that codfish have livers? How no, do you think I they just think filter their blood? Gross. Cod liver oil. Three horrible words put together. Well, cod is delicious. Liver's liver is not, nutritious. And oil is not. And oil is good for you. It's the blood of earth, isn't it? Um, but I hate cod liver oil, but I love the words pit and tunnel put together. More pit tunnels, please. I like that when they leave the pit, A, they, they might... They go under the trap. Yeah. And then they come out on the other side of it and they go, oh, where do they end up? It's like a cheat, it's like a cheat tunnel, isn't it? Like yeah, a Mario It's, it's really, really kind of scary. They, go through the, they should put a waterfall there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Mario and they should all be chased by paparazzi and Fiat Pandas. It was really funny during, um, was May it qualifying or FP2 where Max sort of... People's Princess. Max overtook everyone, didn't he, in the pit tunnel. He overtook the two Mercedes. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? Because I just I saw that and then thought, oh, he is he being the dickhead here? Because it's quite a big move, isn't it? Yeah. Even for he like, was, yeah, he, he was. was being the dickhead. But the thing, because because the Formula One have decided that Max Verstappen is the chosen future of Formula One. Mm. Had Lewis Hamilton done that, he would have got a ten second penalty. But whenever Max does anything, so he did those fake um, um, race starts from the pit exit, which he wasn't meant to do. So, and what the FIA normally do when Lewis does that, they go, "Oh, ten second penalty! You're too old for this sport. Please leave. Mm. Don't beat Michael Schumacher." Mm. But when Max does it. All the FIA do is they go, okay, um, no one can do that anymore. I think we should make this a feature of the show next year. Your anti-Lewis, pro-Red Bull, FIA conspiracy (laughs) rant. And now it's time for Josh's conspiracy rant. It's the end of the season, so all of the conspiracy theories are coming out. Um, Drogovic had a great FP1, didn't he? He did have a great FP1. What was it? So did Daniel Ricciardo, though, so I'm not sure how much it meant. Who would Drogovic have to bribe slash sleep with to get Lance Stroll's seat? Well, I don't know anything about when people's contracts expire, so I'm not sure that he would get Lance Stroll's seat. Mm -hmm. But if you have to imagine that there will be some movement at the top. That's true. Uh, And also Christian um, got in a lot of hot water, didn't they, for what they're calling Hamilton Gate? This week, Chris Christian Horner said, um, "Yeah, Lewis actually reached out to Red Bull and uh, was, but we don't want him." And then, did he forget that Lewis Hamilton can talk? It's really weird. It's like when I try and blame something on one of my kids and then forget to blame it on one of the ones who can't talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? Yeah, and then Lewis turned around and went, no, "That's not true. That never happened." And then Christian, the King Gaslighter, he then just went, "Yeah." Um, uh, it was Anthony Hamilton, Lewis's dad. He sent me a uh, message, sent me a text message. I pr- promise it's true. I promise. It was like that Richard Pryor when this, when the daughter breaks the vase joke. Uh, that thing was broken yeah, yeah, before yeah. I was even born. Remember how you told me not to run? I wasn't well, why is really, it really running. running. Um, but there is a chance that uh, Lewis, this is the good thing, or the, the it's what I would do if I was a Formula One driver, is I mm-hmm. would say to Anthony Hamilton or... Um, uh, the woman who used to be his masseuse. Angela Cullen. Angela Cullen. Aren't we Salem? To kind of sound out Red Bull about having a fast car. And then he can just detach himself and go, no, it wasn't me. Somebody else asking on my behalf, but I didn't ever, I can complete, I have plausible deniability. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? For him to just go, oh no, yeah, uh, I, Lewis messaged me. And then, because why would Christian just make something up out of absolutely nothing? And I mean, there is, a, a you know, a, the argument would be to destabilise his role at Mercedes when he sees Mercedes as a threat. He's obviously going to have some sort of inside info about what the situation is going to be for Mercedes next year and uh, that they're going to be a strong team. So by uh, causing a bit of friction in the F1, in the, in the Mercedes group, he gains an advantage. I suppose that's the... But it still seems implausible that he would 
not think that Lewis could go, no. Yeah, and he also then sort of um, did like a like a does ex machina where he just changed the subject. And this is something I've heard Christian say a lot recently. He goes, ah, well, well, Lewis hasn't won a race for two years now, so I can see why he's um, creating drama. It's like, mate, you're creating the drama and mm. Lewis hasn't won a race for two years, but you, Red Bull were not good for a long time. Also, so shut up. Well, I just don't ever remember Toto having this much time to stir shit. Like he just got on with it. Yes, we are the best, and it is fun to be the best. Yeah, ah, 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 it's ah, my ah. my theory is that have, now they've told Helmet to shut up. His Helmet's just in the garage going, and you know, Lewis reached out to us as well, Christian. Why don't you go and tell everyone that that happened? Yeah, that could be the case. Yeah. It's Christian Negs this week, isn't it? It's not Helmet Negs. Well, it's just Christian stirs some shit yeah. that may or may not be true. Yeah. I, If I was Lewis Hamilton, I would have reached out to Red Bull. Christian's got real little man syndrome, hasn't he? Yeah, but they a lot of them do. I mean, they're all little men. Except for Toto, and which I'll is why Toto yeah. is the only kind of feasible adult in the room, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, do you think they're going to have a car next year that can challenge? Yeah. You you sprout, spouted, spouted, you came up with quite an interesting theory about Charles Leclerc during the race. I just, and this feeds into my, I'm not sure if it's a song of the race. It's certainly an album of Ferrari, mm -hmm. um, which is Origin of Symmetry by Muse. Okay. Because the sad thing is, Charles Leclerc is at his absolute peak right now. Mm -hmm. He is at the pinnacle of his race capabilities. He is... I've heard it said by people who know more about F1 than me. He is the only driver who, in terms of natural talent, along with Lewis Hamilton, of course, uh, who could match uh, Max Verstappen. So to have him in a substandard car, putting in times that he he's approaching Max Verstappen, but not quite getting there. He is at the peak of his powers, but being held back by machinery. Mm -hmm. So... In Origin of Symmetry by Muse, it was at the point in which the producers hadn't learned to cut out Matt Bellamy's gasping yet. So it's like, take it to the world, take it to yourself. And he keeps on breathing in so heavily. So, it's, it, it, But it, the sad thing is it's when they wrote all their best songs. So the producers in their later work had managed to get all of that out. But it's, by the time that their powers had already fallen. So I'm just saying it's like, it's sad for both Charles Leclerc and Matt Bellamy that they don't have better people around them when they were at their very best. And also I'd say Christian was being very much a plug-in baby this week yeah. as well. Do you like that? A screed angel. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Let's review the, um, we'll be right back after this short break where we will review the Abu Dhabi Etihad Airways low emissions flyover Grand Prix 2023. The final race of the season. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Dirty Air in 10th place. What you gonna do with all that? Has. All that at the back of the... <laughs> Magnuson starting in... 17th. Finishing in... 20th. Hulkenberg starting in... 8th. Finishing in... 15th. Oh, God, that's bad for Hulkenberg, isn't it? Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. Um, that was a... I mean, it was very cute seeing Magnuson's daughter sort of put his gloves on him. Oh, I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> We've all got kids. They do stuff. Just fucking grow up. Leave it alone. I don't care. I would rather see that than just some idiot doing it in the grid walk. Magnuson needs to be... Like, if his daughter was putting on his you know, barber jacket and his walking boots and giving him his stick so he could kind of roam his grounds and 
enjoy a coffee looking over his lake and ponder retirement. That would be a suitable thing for his daughter to be, do- to be doing. However, he still, infor- surely, can we give it up now? Can we stop this? Can we stop this Magnus and bollocks? <laughs> what is the F1? They're trying to break Las Vegas. Get get an influencer in. Yeah. I mean, just they'd probably get, get a similar result, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, well, that's exactly my point. Yeah, just yeah, get yeah. fucking... It's, and racing for Hass America, it's PewDiePie. Yeah, get Jake Paul in. There's only so much longer he can be doing this <laughs> I mean, him and Magnuson stuff. look the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, apart from... Yeah. I th- and you couldn't get Logan, he's too tall. But oh, Jake, right. I think, is the right height to be a Formula One driver. Um, I missed this out, sorry. Inappropriate sponsor of... Final inappropriate sponsor of the week. I've gone with Fira Globin. Yeah. That's that thing I see on the back of buses. Then it goes, are you tired? Oh, ferroglobin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are it's like an iron knackered? supplement. Has watching 23 of the same thing exhausted you emotionally and mentally this year? I should year? get that. I'm tired all the time. Are you tired all the time? Only when I watch Formula One. Oh, right. And, and, and also the other moments that I am awake. But mm. may, also, it's heightened when I watch Formula One. I quite one. want to take steroids. You look at how much um, Chris Hemsworth has, how much energy he has. And he may or may not have taken steroids. It's impossible to tell from looking at his body. Um, yeah, I can look. You're looking at my face. I'm cutting this, Alfie. Um, <laughs> okay, um, but I, yeah, I want to take steroids. Who's anyway, your sponsor of the race? Is your sponsor of the race steroids? Steroids. Yeah, okay, great. That's good. Yeah, that's a good performance gonna... enhancing drugs. Yeah, I reckon that is. I want. I don't know what formula uh, performance enhancing drugs would help a Formula One driver. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be like, you know, your root one, steroids, your growth hormones, your testosterone. But there must be something that they could take that is banned, a banned substance. So if you finish, everybody, all the teams from five down get to use performance-enhancing drugs well, next season. Well, the FIA have genuinely been looking into reverse grids for next year for the sprint races to see if they can zhuzh up the viewership by by swapping the first to tenth place for the sprint races. Yeah. And I think what we should do is... Um, the top 10 should all have to have a little bit of ketamine. Mm. That's what I think. The opposite of steroids, really. Mm. But I think they should all either have to do a line of cocaine or a little bit of ketamine. I think a line of cocaine would help. A little bit of ketamine in my car. As two people in our friendship circle, and as probably the only two people in our friendship circle who have never taken coke, Mm -hmm. I can only ponder, but I do think that cocaine would help. And I do think, as I've never taken this either, ketamine would hinder Okay, I got a question for you. It's the end of the season. Yeah. Big party tonight before all the drivers go off to their private islands. Who's going to do coke first? Who's going to do ket first? Um, I think that coke is Gasly. Gasly's first to the coke. Yeah. And ket is Bottas. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what... I think I've got I, that right. Yeah, I yeah, think I've that's got that right. 10 out of 10. Thank well you. done. Song of the race. Uh, it's 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 origin of symmetry by Muse. It's it's of one to twelve. It's... Mine's Ben folds five. The battle of who could care less because they had that battle for second place. And I was I, I mean it was good at the end of the race. It was kind of fine, wasn't it? It was fine to see, but it was nice to see Charles let Perez go. I was like, oh, hang mm. on a minute, this is quite quite naughty. In ninth place is Alpha Romeo Bottas, starting in eighteenth, finished nineteenth, and Zhou Guan Yu. Starting in 19th, finished 17th. And my review of their race is as follows. Car looks good in black, though. Yep. Yeah. I enjoyed... Hardly saw it. Last week at Vegas, they asked all the drivers um, which two drivers they would take out on a night out with them. And, like, Lando was like, I'd take Max because he'd pay the bill. And I can't remember who else, the other, Carlos or, like, Alonso or something. Mm. And they asked everyone, and it got to Bottas. And he went, I wouldn't take anyone. They would hold me back. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Um, that is really good. Eighth place. And it's, and it's what he's there for because it fucking isn't to drive a car. That's what he's being <laughs> kept around for. It's like all of these people. Like, I just can't. I suppose maybe it's unfair because somebody's got to finish at the bottom. So it's maybe unfair me carping at them and they're pointless constantly. Yeah. But, I mean, pointless in in both the euphemistic and literal sense of the word. Well, the only thing is that uh, this is an obvious point, but the same people at the back means the same people at the front. And that's what the problem is. That's a very, very good uh, point. But I suppose why I have this problem with Haas 
and Alfa Romeo and not the same problem with Alfa Tauri or Williams is because at least the Alfa Tauri and the Williams teams are trying new things. Yeah. They're trying to develop. I know that <clears throat> Logan Sargent's... Anyway, we'll get onto that in a minute. It leads neatly onto, I suppose... Alpha. <gasps> Ricardo starting in 15th finishing in 11th Yuki Sonoda starting in 6th finishing in 8th that's a good finish for Yuki it's a great finish it's a great start for Yuki and a great finish to maintain that place to lead a few laps Mm -hmm. to lead his first laps of his career I think probably no he he, I think he's led one race before I believe I believe in the rain one time he led a, a race I believe but I might be wrong I might be wrong. I saw a little chart of who's led most races. Is it Max Verstappen? No, without a win. Oh. Who's Who is that? it? Lando Norris. Yeah. Yeah. Who's second? Ah, Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Is it? I think Smash so. that. And also, goodbye, Frank. Goodbye, France Tost. I know you were at Alpha Tari, now you're gonna to go retire. He's going into the retirement home of triggered F1 team principals, isn't he? I can't imagine it'd be that a juicier day in the life from France, Tost. No, no. I, I, I don't even know what his accent is. No. I wake up and I go to the race and then I go home. That would be it. Mm. Um, we should do a day in the life, but with the, like, in, as the blues. He did. St- <laughs> I wake up at 5 a.m. Ba-boom, ba-boom. I eat have a- some poop and nickel on toast. He did say, and now that I'm going into my 70s, it's time to say goodbye. I love Formula One. Christ. But it's a story that has to end, and especially now with the solution of Peter Bayer as CEO and Lauren Mekis as team principal. We have two fantastic people who will replace me. I think it's the best time to go out from Formula One. Men love when two men replace them. Oh, yeah. Don't they? That's like a real ego trip. Yeah. Imagine if we stopped doing dirty air and had four people had to come in and do the job. If Chris Hemsworth retired, it would take seven me's to replace him. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. That's how many me's equals one Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. The like many. You're, you're looking many at me like seven's not enough. No, I'm just wondering, like, you know, would I rather fight seven you's or one Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and also, uh, uh, AlphaTauri allegedly changing their name. Do you know what they're changing their name to? Well, you told me earlier that they had changed their name and that you weren't going to tell me till we were live on the podcast. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited to now, live on air, receive the information. Josh, what are AlphaTauri going to be called next I'm year? I'm going to give you a little hint, Alfie. Okay. Because they are... It's the same. They're going to be called Alpha Towering. Yeah. Well, they are obviously these... They are a Red Bull team and they do whatever Red Bull tell them. They'll change Danny's tyres if they think it will help Max or Checo. And the driver's race results don't matter as much as... Uh, you know, when Danny broke his hand, nobody asked Franz Tost what he thought. Everyone asked Christian Horner because he's part of the Red Bull family. Lewis hasn't won a, year, a race for two years now. And Danny's part of the Red Bull family. So with that in mind, they are essentially a Red Bull team in every aspect. Yeah. What do you think they're changing their name to? Monster Energy. They're called the Racing Bulls. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Racing Bulls? Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? Just call it Red Bull Fuck You. That's what they should be called next year. <laughs> there's Red Bull Racing and there's Red Bull Fuck You. Those that Just be honest. Yeah, okay. Stop gaslighting us. And who are the drivers for Rare Racing Bull going to be next year? Uh, Ricardo and Sonoda. Do you... But I thought that wasn't the case. No, they've signed on. It was announced when Danny broke his hand. Yeah, he, he's 100% staying. So that's staying. boring. The only person that doesn't have a seat for next year, I'm going to let you guess which driver doesn't have a seat next year currently. Sergeant. Logo Sargo, yeah. Which moves us nicely on to Williams in seventh place. It does, actually. Yeah. Alex Albon starting in. 14th. Finishing in. Same. L- uh, Logo Sargo starting in. 20th. Finishing in. 16th, Ooh. weirdly. Do you know Alex Albon um, out-qualified um, Logan in every single qualifying this year? Yeah. The only person that's done, the last person to do that was Max against Alex Albon in Red Bull. Oh, right. And I do think saying Albon out-qualifying Logan Sargent like it's an accomplishment is being quite nice. Yeah. That's quite friendly, isn't it? Yeah. It's, is anyone surprised? 
Well, no, no, nobody's surprised, but they do have to do something about that. So hang on, Hulkenberg and Magnuson are confirmed for Haas next year. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I don't want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> this can't, well, you have to change everything. Delete, renew, grow, improve. What the fuck is going on? They can't keep on doing this. This is insane. Get rid of Checo. Here's what I would do. I'm just going to kill Hulkenberg, kill Magnussen. Yuki can stay, Ricardo can stay, but they should move about a little bit. Albon's in, Logan's out, Bottas out, Joe out, Gasly out, Ocon in, Stroll out, Lonzo in, Norris in, Piastri in, Leclerc in, Sainz in. Hamilton Russell in, Max in, Checo gone. So basically, okay, check. Yeah, I mean, Checo, I, I genuinely thought they were going to get rid of Checo. I thought Danny was going to get that. But hang on. So the, the, the exciting thing that happens in the offseason... Why off season, are you surprised? Are you surprised? Because in the offseason last year, it was full of rumour and happening. And I'm just upset that we're going to be deprived of the rumour and the happening in this offseason. But, but Haas don't care, do they? They don't care. They finish 10th. They were expected to finish 10th. Mm. Do you know what's funny? Do you remember the start of the season when everyone went, oh, the Hass is quite quick. And that stopped very quickly, didn't it? That happens every year. Yeah. Every year, oh, the Hass is quick. Yeah. And that stopped within two races. Do you know when they drove in black and they had that great livery and they were really quick? And it was like eight years ago and their drivers were fucking Magnuson and Hulkenberg. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were just, is the same again. And then sometimes it's not Magnuson, it's Grosjean. Yeah, Hulkenberg is like your mate in your hometown when you go back 15 years later and you go to the pub and he still works there. Mm. <laughs> You're still here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just waiting for the business to kick off, really. Um, but I'll be out soon. You go away five years later, you come back. Oh, you're still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting for the next business. Yeah. People just aren't buying mouse mats anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you need a DVD player? Um, sixth place, Alpine. My Pocopine. I- I'm going to miss singing this. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to miss this. We're going to have three months with no singing the Alpine. Oh, but we can sing it again. They're keeping their name. Yeah. Okay. But we're, I'm going to miss singing it in the off-season. Okay, well, let's make it a good one. Alpine, my copine, promopine, Gasly starting in. in 10th. Finishing 13th. in. 13th. Ocon starting in. 12th. Finishing in. 12th. What a crappy race for them. Just nothing. There's nothing to say. Well, they, well, they, had to say little, they had a little crash with Hamilton, didn't they? Was that Gasly? And then Gasly was like, why are we so slow? And his race uh, guy was like, um, I think it's because you crashed into Hamilton, dickhead. Yeah, it's because you reversed into him. Yeah. Why is the car so slow? Let me explain something to you about high quality performance vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> if you crash into one, yeah. you go slower. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if Gasly's mum was there at the race today. Um, if I can't do Lance and Raquel, can I do Gasly and his mum? I, I'm not sure that the <laughs> problem people had with Lance and his mum was the individuals involved, but more the dynamic. So I think if you replace the dynamic with different characters, people are liable to still have the same concerns about the routine. Okay, well, I think it's very befitting of the Alpine season that we don't talk about them anymore. Yes, me too. Um, and I, you know, it's Aston Martin in fifth. Uh, with, um... Alonso starting in. Seventh. Finishing in. Seventh. And um, Steven Seagal starting in. Thirteenth. Uh, finishing in. Tenth. Okay. He's getting ready for a summer spent in the Soho houses. That Coke dealer goatee. <laughs> it's really funny. That Lance, Can we just take a second to talk about Lance Stroll's Coke dealer goatee? His Steven Seagal face? Yeah. Do you think maybe because of Drogovic he feels under siege? He looks like he's been taking some Drogovic's himself, doesn't he? Mm, both good. He looks You're never a fan of the Steven Seagal film Under Siege? I love Under Siege. Yeah, it's a great film. Yes, the first one's p- great. Pouliabis. Yeah. Um, I-, I got I got 35 Pouliabis to make. He's just a chef on a boat. Lance Stroll is just a driver in a car. But when the Aston Martin team is held hostage, he becomes cocaine dealer Stroll. Oh, a Brazilian man with a Russian name. Huh, um... Well, somebody's taken over the private jet. My name is Felipe Drogovich. I was just back in the private jet cooking and, and someone's taken over. The terrorists, I gotta get them off my plane. I'm here to take your seat, motherfucker. They've taken my stepmom hostage. I gotta go find her and save if her. If you ever want to see Raquel again, 
You're going to have to vacate that seat, buddy boy. <laughs> oh, Lance, what are you doing? Did you what? like that, listener? Is that all right? Or are you going to fucking DM us and complain again? Listen, we've had so many DMs this week telling us to bring back Lance and Raquel. Hey, well. And we might have a little treat for you in store. For or a punishment, cake. depending on yes. how you feel about it. And we will be very explicit about the release of potentially a bonus episode. And it will focusing, be very explicit, won't it? And it will focus maybe solely mm. on Lance. We're doing a collab with Jilly Cooper. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> and uh, you guys can tune into that if you want to. Yeah, but not if you don't. Um, why has Lance grown that goatee? Because he's a pussy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I think he's getting, I think, you know, I think he's just getting ready to do a lot of drinking of like old fashions in bars. I think he's just, he's just prepping himself for like, I'm it's, a man now. It's like he got ID'd three weeks ago for a red Yeah, and he can't live it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was at Tesco and the woman was like, can I see some ID please? Yeah. And so he's had to combat that by growing the worst facial hair. It's, it's because it's, cause he's, you know, you'll know about his, uh, he's got kind of quite dark hair, doesn't he? He's got yeah. dark, quite dark colouring. And uh, this uh, goatee, it just sort of, it screams out of his face, doesn't it? Yeah. It's so, like one of those goatees that you just look at him and you, bah, goatee. Like it's <laughs> scary. You go, yeah. You'd notice it if you were getting on a train. You go, oh my God, look at that guy. I'm not saying we're the best Formula One podcast there is, but we're certainly the only one that has done five minutes of analysis on Lance Stroll's goatee. In Speaking of facial hair, in fourth place, um, McLaren. Piastri starting What in, is that that you do when uh, you do McLaren? And Ferrari. I go, Ferrari. It's um, uh, that song, Snow. In, fa- in Farmer. I lick your bomb bomb down. You know that song from the 90s? <laughs> Maybe. And they parodied it on whatever the Canadian SNL was with Jim Carrey. Imposter. Imposter. I'm just a middle class white boy from Toronto. And then the rapper came on. I'm rapping to the best of my ability. You need a black man to increase credibility. It was really good. All right. Yeah. Really funny. Uh, but speaking of McLaren and not of Jim Carrey, um, we have uh, Oscar Piastri starting in... Oh, three, third. And finishing in? Six. Norris starting in? Fifth. And, and finishing fifth, in? Fifth, fifth and fifth. fifth, fifth okay, fifth. so um, Lando Norris, his, he's got a weird sort of new metal goatee as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he looks like, um, yeah. He, it's, it's, it, uh, when I went to Thailand, mm-hmm. I also had a goatee like that. God, how, what year was that? 2006. Yeah, see, Nickelback were big. I can excuse that. But also I think it's just the excitement of a young boy uh, starting to grow facial hair and going, oh, I must let everybody know that this is something that I can do now. That I can do this, yeah. Yeah. Like when, me, like when men go bald and they grow a beard just to prove that they can still grow hair. Well, I, yeah, but I also think that's about just framing the face in a different way. Otherwise you look like, you know, Neo's just woken up from the Matrix. Norris every week, um, I, he's like a shapeshifter. Every week he's like a slightly different ethnicity. Yeah. What was me. he this week? He looks sort of Greek this week. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a slight change yeah, in him. But sometimes he looks kind of vaguely Malaysian, doesn't he? It's very weird. It's like really, but sometimes like just, oh yeah, it's just a white, it's a white guy. Yeah. But other times, one well, he's deeply Mediterranean, North African. Yeah. Are you Asian? Yeah. Like it's crazy. I'm it's really... really strange. Mm. He's, he's, he's very good. His calendar. I'd buy his calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got 12 looks. Yeah. Could flip that every month. No problem. <laughs> um, and Pia- uh, Orlando also said um, in an interview, it was the best season. <laughs> it was the best of seasons. It, it was, was the, the worst, worst of seasons. seasons. Apart from it wasn't the best of seasons. Um, he said it was the best season from a driving and results perspective. Okay. Mm. What other perspective can there be? Gardening. Okay. Um, a, from the best a, season in regard to the waffles I made with the waffle iron in the hotel bre- room every day. Yeah, from a, from a sort of, uh, from, a, from, from a cinema perspective. He's a big what, fan of film. I what else can it be? What other kind of... Driving and results. What other season can you have? 
Also, if it's a good season from a driving perspective, but not from a results perspective, was it really a good season from a driving perspective? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And vice versa. If a McLaren crashes in Vegas and there's no one there to see it, yeah. did, did the McLaren, in fact, crash in Vegas? I, I drove appallingly all season, but I did finish first every race. If you say from a driving perspective it was a good season, but not from results, that's you crapping on the team. Mm. And if you say it was great results but not good driving that's you sort of bigging yourself up quite massively mm. but to say it was from a driving and results perspective is just isn't that what this sport is mm. so it's a it's a it's a non-starter isn't it? it it is it's a it's it's a it's a meaningless thing to say also when norris and perez crashed during the race um norris said he drove into me and perez said he drove into me and i just thought it was like guys okay it's the end of the season just can we can we just give me a break please yeah. You both you both like drove into each other and stopped ratting each other out. Like you, you both know what you did. It was Perez though. Of course it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Good. um who brake tested Lewis? Was that not Gasly? It was Alonso. Oh it was Alonso, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and that was and no penalty though. But di- I don't think he really did or I didn't see it. I mean well, it wasn't as blatant as when Max did it to Lewis. No. That he- was a real I missed that, Max. To an extent. I believe that was under, was that under a safety? Oh, no, 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 no. Max had to let Lewis pass at Abu Dhabi 2021. I loved Max when he was an exciting, emotional, uh, unstable young man. And now he is this mature machine, a results machine. I think he's still a very unstable man when Lewis is behind or in front of him, but he hasn't had to worry about that for quite a while. And even this year, in the few moments where they have been near each other, Max just overtakes him and Lewis knows that that's not his race. So he just lets him by. There have been moments that you've seen Max get a little bit, well, like in, I suppose, in the pit lane where he goes, no, bored, and just drives past yeah. everybody in the pit lane. Or turn one of Vegas last week when he just went, bye, Charles. Fuck you, I'm going this way. But there have been times when he's fallen back in the beginning of a race and he's just gone, I don't need to do anything risky at the beginning of a race. I'm just going to hang back here in sixth have a faster car than everybody. And by the end of the race, I'm pretty sure I'm in all one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Piastri, potentially my driver of the season. I think my driver of the season as well. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've loved him. Yeah. He's a really exciting driver and he's young. I mean, the best rookie we've seen since we started watching F1 together. Yeah. Yeah. Leclerc. Yeah, maybe Leclerc. I mean, Leclerc's good, but he's... Um, screwed by being in a Ferrari, isn't he? Well, no, but he was in a Sauber, an Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo yeah. uh, when he first came on the scene. And he was, uh, I don't think he had the results that Piastri had, but he wasn't in the same car, but he was, everybody was speaking about him when he came in and went, oh my God, uh, look at the state of him. But yeah, very rare for a rookie to be able to do what Piastri's done. And, you know, he sh- could have easily been at Alpine, but. I know. It wasn't to be. Um, Ferrari third place. Signs starting in. 16th. Finishing in. Ages back. Leclerc starting in. Uh, second. Finishing in. Second. Um, Leclerc at the end of the race was... Uh, <laughs> I haven't written down where Signs finished. David uh, Cool Tard. He's so cool. Um, he went up to Charles with the mic and he was like, oh, you can finish putting your jewellery on. Because ju- Charles was putting on a ring. Yeah. And some bracelets mm-hmm. and a watch. Yeah. And a necklace mm-hmm. and a nose ring mm. and seven earrings mm-hmm. and three nipple rings, which mm-hmm. is weird, a belly button ring mm-hmm. and a Prince Albert. And and Charles went, no, they're all sponsors. He's like, no, I'm not putting jewelry on. Like, they're, they're sponsors. Mm. And I did think that's why you get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people steal your jewelry, Charles. Yeah. Putting on his little Ellie Mercer, putting yeah. on his little. Mm-mm-mm. When you put on jewelry, on a national or global TV show where literally dozens of people are still watching. Are you <laughs> are you are you saying that word to wind me up what over word? and over again? Jewelry. Yeah. That's how you say it. It isn't. Okay, well we'll look it up in the in the off season. No, I tell you what, we'll look it up right now and we'll play it on the podcast. Charles put on his jewelry. Ugh, what are you doing? Hat, the Hatton Garden jewelry heist. <laughs> Shut up. Stop saying jewelry. Monaco is the jewelry in the crown. Of the Formula One season. Um, Charles put on the, the jewellery and I did think in that moment, okay, mate, look, you can't be surprised when people mug you if you're going to wear a bracelet and rings. Here we go. Jewellery. <laughs> jewellery. Yeah, but that's American. I don't trust any American on pronunciation. Thank you very much. Jewellery. Alum- that's also, that's, if, if, if it's any consolation, that's also how it's spelled. 
Aluminum. Jewelry. Aluminum. Jewelry. Is there not an E between the L and the R? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It? No. Yeah. It's jewel and then R-Y. Really? Yeah. Jewelry. Is it Las Vegas? Yeah, it's Las Vegas and jewelry. Las Vegas. No, not Las, Las. It's not Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas and jewelry. But the song with the Las Vegas, it says Las Vegas. You pronounce it Las Vegas in the song. It's Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva, Viva Las Vegas. And it's jewelry. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> Charles gave Perez a slipstream at the end, didn't he? Very cheeky. Uh, it was cheeky, but it wasn't too cheeky. No. I think that was the that was the that was that was the conclusion that everybody came to. It was like Oh, a little bit cheeky, but not too cheeky that you've now veered into the realm of unsportsmanlike behaviour. No, and it didn't work, did it? Which was very funny. No, it didn't work. But I think that's why everybody didn't mind. Yeah. yeah it was, it like, was like, just let him pass, see if he can see if he can get a five second gap. I think everybody sort of admired the chutz bar. It's very easy to admire chutz bar when the chutz bar doesn't have its payoff. And what is going Because when chutz bar has a payoff, that's Cunty. <laughs> but when Chutzpah doesn't, it's just trying and failing. I think it's pronounced Chutzpah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, just to be that guy. Um, it's annoying, isn't it? Um, so, okay, okay. So the cooldown room was back, but we need to just take a minute to address the state of the cooldown rooms this season. So for most of the races, it's like a Paramount Plus sort of advert room where they have the director's chairs that yeah. they sit in, which everyone calls the Max Verstappen podcast now. It's become an in-joke. And then in Vegas, they in had... In the people who work in the F1, they call yeah. it Max. Oh, that's nice. And then they had the um, the hearse last week in Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. And then this week they had like a weird sort of... It was like Lance Stroll grew a goatee and was like, okay, well, now I'm an interior designer as well. And he put this horrible... That's who it was. It was Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Oh, yeah. He that's looks like Lawrence Llewellyn like. Bowen, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, there was this weird sort of long sort of u-shaped white leather like a white no one wants to sit on a white leather sofa and then there was people watching them like there were sort of animals in a cage yeah it was very strange and they had these paramount plus pillows paramount plus are really throwing because no one's watching the fraser reboot and they're panicking well again it's you isn't it it's just me it's you it's only me um i gave up and they also told charlotte claire that he couldn't do any donuts why is that? Well, I think it's because in Italy they would have preferred if he'd done some biscottis. Because mm. the Italians don't like donuts because it's a horrible American thing, isn't it? Yeah, so he could have done some cannellonis. Yes, exactly. You can only make a circular shape if you fill it with some cream fondant. <laughs> can I do a panna cotta? Yes, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> can I do some tiramisu? Yes, that's absolutely fine, Charles. Can I do a polenta? Yes, of course you can, Charles. Can I do a donut? No. You could make Shut a little up. braised a braised rib on a bed of polenta. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, Mercedes in a second place. Russell starting in. Fourth. Finishing third. in. Lewis starting in. Eleven. Finishing in. Ninth. Russell, uh, very funny during the race when he's like, how's Lewis, how's Lewis getting on? And they went, yeah, he's, he's, he's all right. And they went, no, 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 but where is he? And they went, he's got his own battle going on. And Russell went, no, 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 but how is he getting on? No, he said, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. <laughs> what does that mean? He goes, just shut up, George. No, no, but I want to know where we're going to finish. George, just drive the car. Try not to crash into anyone this week for once. Try not to turn into anyone as you like to do. Went, no, 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 but where's Lewis? Shut, George. Next shut season up. is a big season for George, I think. What was your prediction for when Charles is going to win a world championship? Uh, my prediction is that... This is so stupid, but carry on. Well, look, I just like, you know, it's it, this is part of the fun of the fair, isn't it? Um... I think that uh, Charles Leclerc will be the next world champion and he'll win at Mercedes. That's so weird. Why is that weird? Because uh, for, for, I said that when I wasn't aware of everybody's contracts and whatnot. Yeah. I thought Lewis had one more year left in him and then he'd go. Now he's got two. Well, then I don't. Then, then it throws everything up in the air. But I do think that Charles deserves just to be in a competitive car, please. Who's going to win the world championship? The WDC next year. The WDC? Mm. The World Drivers' Championship. Who's going to win it? Next year? Yeah. Do you know... Um, fucking, what's his name? Um, Max. Verstappen. There's yeah. no Verstopping him. No. That was the worst pun of the season that I heard on the TV today. Oh, yeah. There's no How long do you reckon he'd had that saved up, the commentator? Um, a good There's month. no Verstopping him. Yeah. 
I, and it also went driving to the max. I was like, guys, can we just cut it out with all the max puns, please? Mm. Um, I think that. Do you think Mercedes going to have a fast car next year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you, think I gave it in. A, I, I, that was what my fun, meaningless prediction was in one of my previous weeks is that they were going to have a hugely successful season next year. I think they're going to run Red Bull very close and Red Bull are going to clinch it again. So we're going to have essentially a rerun of the 20, 21. 21 season. That is so incredibly optimistic and kind of you to think that. Kind to you? No, kind to everyone who likes Formula One. Yeah. Well, what's the point in thinking it's going to be shit? I, well, yeah, that's true. And we've got Drive to Survive as well before the... I haven't even watched the last series yet. Um, driving, do you, what do you think is going to be the focal? How do you make Drive to Survive interesting when Max has won 19 races? How are they going to forge a storyline this year? Um, Daniel's Hand. There's a sort of... Damien Lewis's National Anthem. There's a bit of... Uh, it, maybe it's going to be like the film Jarhead. Where nothing happens. Where nothing happens and it's about the futility of war. Yeah. And that the whole thing that is that nothing happens. It's just going to be like an interesting sort of sepia shot of Gunter <laughs> nursing a coffee going, what are we doing? They're going to have to do some, like, I think they all went, I think when the Mercedes team all went skydiving, I think that was for Drive to Survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they're doing nice things yeah. and they actually like each other, but actually it's just because the Netflix PR, cameras are in town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're going to have to do something. It's just so in everybody's interest. If I was Mohammed bin Suleiman, mm -hmm. I would go to the Red Bull garage mm -hmm. and just steal a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, because it will it it, ca it cannot for the continued existence of Formula One. If they it, there's no point in putting on uh, gigs in Las Vegas or Las Vegas uh, if they're going to just have Max win by 15 seconds every single week. Mm hmm. Well, strap in, baby, because I think it's going to be more of the shame next year. I think it's going to be the same thing. Do you? I, th I think Max is just going to keep winning. I think they're going to have four strong years. This will be the fourth. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. and then and then after that, you think? Uh, after that, I think I um, will have stopped watching. <laughs> <laughs> and what will Dirty Air be about this podcast? Uh, golf. Golf. Yeah. Neither of us like golf. Exactly. Do you know what I watched the other day that I had quite a good time watching? What? Darts. Do you know what we could do next year for, for the, we could just, for the for the first race of next year, we could just put up last year's race review and I reckon it would be the same. Do you know what I think we should do in the off season is maybe try and get into a new sport so we don't have to do Formula One next year. <laughs> now, I love this podcast and I'm very so, grateful how, how so much. So many people who say, oh, I don't watch Formula One, but I like the podcast. Really? Yeah. So many people say that to me, the shows. Thank you very much for coming up and saying thank you very much for when I do my Formula One routine, giving it a little cheer and shouting dirty air. Those oh. of you that did that, especially you, that bloke in Birmingham who did that. Most people for me just come up to me and go, oh, I don't really like Formula One. And that's it. Yeah. They don't say, but I like the podcast. They yeah. just say they don't like Formula One. Um, but I love Formula One. And I just want, not that there weren't some great races this season. Not that there weren't. Singapore absolutely blew me away. Uh-huh. And? It was singer rich, if anything. Mm. Um, and um, Vegas was very good. Yeah. Uh, but we'll do that. Maybe we've got a little bonus episode coming out that's our review of the year where we pick all our favourite moments. Yeah. Which is just Damien Lewis doing the national anthem. Yeah. Victoria! Um, in first place in the Constructors' Championship, in the Drivers' Championship, and second place in the Drivers' Championship, and leading 1,000 laps in a season for the first time ever, it's Red Bull Racing, the energy drink come extreme sports team franchise um, uh, governed by Christian Horner and the overlord Helmut Marco, Max Verstappen starting in. First, was it? Finishing in. You don't remember. Uh, Checo Perez starting in. Ninth. Finishing in. Fourth. Um, yeah, I mean, Matt, it said that Max led a thousand laps in a season, which is the first time that's ever happened, which is very good for Max Verstappen, but very bad for people who like competitive racing. I don't like those stats. <laughs> I think they're bad stats. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's just funny because it's such a stupid stat. It is a stupid stat. That's what yeah. my problem with it is. is. I don't like it as a stat because it's there have been more races this season. Yeah. So of course somebody was like, I like, I want to know. Obviously, Max, they should do it. Who, as a percentage of the races in the season, 
won the most races. Because I'm pretty sure as a percentage, Max won the more races than anybody else. Yeah, they haven't taken into account into account inflation. Exactly, exactly. It's exactly what they've done. Exactly. (laughs) They haven't taken into account. Oh, you know, one dollar in the sixties, you could buy a house. Yeah, but there's inflation. Yeah, and Formula One is inflated in every way, like a beached whale. It's about to explode from its own natural gases. That's nice. When is the breaking point of Formula One going to happen, Alfie? When is everyone going to go? When are all the like the the fair weather drive to survive fans mm. just going to go? Oh God, this is just not. What is this? And they're going to stop. Worth it. And they're going to stop caring about the good looking drivers and the celebrity girlfriends and like you know finding an old girlfriend's tweet from nine years. But ago. I'm not a drive to survive person, and I'm quite. If we do another season like that, mm-hmm. that was. That was difficult yeah to endure yeah that was really fucking and i and i do think that we've become almost kind of inured to the idea of the same like finding things that are interesting about formula one that isn't who wins the race yeah which is the, the only reason why the race exists is to find out who wins it it's a competition and competitions have winners and if it's the same then then you delete the idea of there's a winner from the amount, from the, the list of things that you can find interesting, then it's dead. And if we have to do another season like that, I will be very upset <laughs> because that was a trial, wasn't it? I mean, we made it through. We I made really, it through. this is the best thing about it, us did, chatting I, now. I thought, oh, it'd be nice when the race is finished so we get to talk. I Did you appreciate Red Bull's dominance like we were all told to do? No. Did you, did you appreciate it like a, I don't know why no. they told us to do that. Did and also it? by the end of the season, it wasn't Red Bull's dominance, was it? It was Max Verstappen's dominance. It was Max Verstappen's dominance, which actually made me have more respect for Max. I think Checo dominates the post-race a couple of things after the races, but I don't think he dominates during the races. I think he's a sub, but okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, I... um, Oh, if you've enjoyed this season, leave a review. Five stars. Five stars. Don't give us any of that two, three, four nonsense. Only if you hate us, give us four stars. Yes. If you if you quite like the show, give us five but stars. But you shouldn't really be listening to this episode if you hate it. This yeah, why are you be, still listening? Yeah. yeah. This is the first episode you've ever listened to. Yeah. This was quite a good one, I think. Yeah, it was fun. I think it was a good, you were very funny, I thought. It's because it's the end of the season and I'm so, you know, like all the commentators were so deliriously tired in Vegas that they were being really funny. I was very conscious to get my energy levels up as soon as I entered the room. Well, you need some ferroglobin. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and listen and to Origins steroids. of Symmetry. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I, uh, I'm i going to give this season a 5.9 out of 10. Oh, what? You're giving it less? Yeah. What? what, what you're giving, giving it, it 5.9 out of 10. Okay, fine, I'll lower it. 4.9 out of 10. But what's what's been good? Why S- Singapore? But the, uh, So, this is the worst season ever, isn't it? Uh, I think last year was maybe worse. Why do you think last year was worse? Because after 2021, all anyone who enjoyed the sport wanted was for Mercedes to have a car that could go faster than 13 miles an hour. Okay, so from a subjective point of view, you were more upset by last season for two reasons. A, because you wanted to see Mercedes come back after their injustice. And Mm -hmm. B, because at the beginning of the season, it looked like Charles Leclerc might win the Drivers' Championship. And then that was just ripped away from us. Whereas this season, it was fairly honest up front. Uh, Max, Checo, Max, Checo, Max, 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 Max. Max, Max. Uh, so it was it was fairly honest early doors, wasn't it? And that sounded like a joke I was doing just then, but that was, no, I was reading the results. It genuinely goes, Max, Checo, Max, Checo, Max, 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 Carlos, Max, 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 Max. From now on, there's three ways to do things. The right way, the wrong way, and the Max Verstappen way. Isn't that the right way? Yes, but faster. That was a Simpsons quote. It was a good one as well. Um, I also, I've enjoyed learning to love Max Verstappen this year. Successfully? Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I, I thought he really won me over in Vegas when he just went, oh, this is crap, isn't it? He's really grown on me as well. Yeah. And the idea that he's just this, uh, for any snooker fans, I suppose I would equate him to Ronnie O'Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Just this extreme, do you know about Ronnie O'Sullivan? Oh, of course. Great. Do you actually? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, like never trained, uh, never, or, you know, didn't really train as much as the others, uh, didn't have to put in the same work, was a bit of a kind of renegade and a bit of a mess, but was just so extraordinarily naturally gifted at this thing that he could do, that he, on his game, beat everybody else. And I think Verstappen's got a lot of that as well. Yeah. 
you hear about a lot of people doing race prep. I think you told us the story a few episodes ago of everybody doing these like punching tennis balls and whatnot and working out their neck. And Max sort of wakes up from a nap and then goes and beats everybody. <laughs> He's just amazing. Um, we need to go because we've left your nine-year-old son in the other room playing a UFC game. And I'm a bit worried that we're going to go back in and he's going to be really jacked or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we should probably... found my steroids. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening. We love, we do love doing this show. We do love doing this show. And we love all of you for listening. Thank we you love so... each other, don't we? We do. I love you. I love you. Oh. Uh, I we've This show has grown beyond, I mean, not our wildest dreams, but it's grown quite well this year, hasn't it? It's, it's grown beyond my tamest dreams, it, it but gro- they were still my dreams. It's grown to the point where now when I tell like brands how many viewers they get, they go, oh, that's quite good. Do you tell brands about us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a meeting the other day with one, but I can't say who they are yet because they haven't offered us any money. Can you tell me? Yeah, I can tell you afterwards. Okay. Yeah. You can write it down. It's a drink. Is it? It's not Red Bull. Okay. Or Racing Bull. Oh. Is I, it, hey, that's what they should do. They should do... Is, an, it, is it a really nice flavour? They should flavor? do an Alpha, Alpha Tauri, um energy drink that's one-seventh the energy <laughs> of a Red Bull. Well, I still back my idea that they should be called Sugar-Free Red Bull Racing. I think they should be called Red Bull and Fuck You. <laughs> yeah, Red Bull and Fuck You and Sugar Free Red Bull yeah. are both good. Fine, fine. Okay, all right. Fine. Listen, we've got uh, we've got a um, a bonus episode next week, a review of the year. Well, not maybe next week. Maybe next, maybe we'll see. But it's coming up soon. And then we have a Christmas special. But it doesn't need to stick to the original schedule. No, we've got a. We are going to do a live show for the preseason te- when the season starts up again. When the when the when the keys go in the ignition and the engines rev and Lance Stroll shaves off his goatee, we will be back. We will be back. And this has been a a great year for us a medium year for Formula One, and a fantastic year for the listener. Goodbye. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And for the penultimate time in 2023, this was... Dirty Air. Let's go, let's go, let's go home. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.